We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often an hour's. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one day rule on its head and offer back to back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code datable and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that the Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. I'm your host, USU, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host and producer, Julie Kraftchik, as we explore this crazy dateable world. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dateable Podcast, where we discuss everything that is modern dating, especially digging into the why, why, whys of people's behavior, including your own. We are so excited to welcome 2021 with all of you, oh, all of our my God. I feel old like- listeners and new <laughs> listeners alike. Has there ever been a year that we've been more excited to lose? I feel like this wasn't even like a celebration this year. It was just this weird, somber, you know, just let it happen. But it's also obviously circumstance of where we are. We went to see, uh, watch the sunset uh, on oh, New that's Year's nice. Eve. And just like 2020, it just kept lingering. The sunset took like it felt like hours to set. It just like would not go down. And everyone around was like, 
is it time? Like, is the sun, is it 2021 yet? The sun is still, still up. So it's, it just kept lingering, but we're so glad to start a fresh new year with all of you. You know, what's funny. I was thinking about this. Like, you know, New Year's is not my favorite holiday. It's you like, hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. And, but it's one of those things that you feel obligated every year to do something. Right. So last year, I remember I was like, I kind of just want to like stay in and reflect and not do the thing. And then, of course, I felt like the FOMO creep in. So I ended up going to the Virgin Hotel party. Yeah. And right at midnight, a, did I ever tell you this? A, <laughs> a ceiling lamp fell on my friend's head. Oh, like, right my at gosh. Midnight. I'm like, looking back in retrospect, she was OK. She was OK. I should preface it and say this. But we ended up getting everything comped and like the whole things. It literally fell right on midnight on 2020. And I was like, looking back, I'm like, if that wasn't a bad omen, I don't know what was. For this year. Holy shit. Well, you really should have sued. <laughs> I know. I know. They were like actually super mean. Like they were like laughing at her and making fun of her. And it was all caught on camera. And that's how she got a refund for us all. And we were like, damn, we should have been really ringing up that bar tab. We did not take full advantage. Obviously, we didn't know that. Oh, that is bullshit. It reminds me of the time that you remember when we had a live show at Broadway Studios. Oh. Yes. I just got to I just got to put this out in the public. So we had a live event. Uh, this was years ago when we first started Datable and it was super fun, except this light fell on my on my forehead in the middle of the show and I was bleeding and they didn't do anything about it. And looking back, I'm like, why didn't we sue them or try to I get know. drinks comped or anything? We ended up having to pay for the then, place. Yeah. <laughs> that is fucked up. That was, that was really fucked up. Anyway. So fucked up. No. But anyways, I had a good New Year's because I am now an auntie. Yay! Congratulations. How exciting. You better be a good role model. Oh, I'm going to be a <laughs> great role model. I'm already a great role model. <laughs> when did when did she have the baby? On which the day? The 29th. So right before. So it was a good end to 2020. Yeah, that's really awesome. And then you spent New Year's Eve with your parents, right? I did. We had a raging <laughs> event. <laughs> My dad promised that he'd make it up all the way to New Year's. To and did midnight. he? He did. He did. He took a nap, but he got back up. <laughs> nap that's adorable <laughs> and then my mom and I broke out the wine so it was a rager yeah but... <laughs> you got sloshed so hungover no, the I next like, day you I had no FOMO this year did you I feel like I was like totally fine how can you have FOMO where would you go who would you see I had a great New Year's Eve too my boyfriend and I stayed at home we got dressed up though we that's stayed nice. at home popped some champagne we had the dogs with us and our friend Trevor did a DJ show over Zoom. And he oh, was nice. actually really fucking good. You will love him, Julie. All the throwbacks. Where was like, my invite? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I had no idea. I had no idea he had this talent, but he is hired for our next event. Trevor is really Amazing. fucking good. My mom and I could have been raging. Oh, you you would have totally been raging. He was DJing up until 2 a.m., I think. And Damn. by then, everyone had their cameras off because I think people were either asleep or doing whatever they were doing. And he was still good going like Trevor you the man he has stamina for hours nice. and hours but it was so fun I did you're right I had no FOMO I did not want to be outside I, it was so nice just staying in 
I did pop into our um, sounding board oh, happy right. hour yeah, because, Shieldy. yep, Shieldy was hosting, one of our wonderful hosts. And we actually, I saw, like, I was in there with a couple people. And then over the night, I saw more and more people join. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's always something. It's it's a weird year for all, like, you know. And, um, but I think, honestly, I was just, like, blown away by some of the messages that we got from the sounding board. Like, I literally cried when I read one that Swanee wrote about just, like, how this was, like, she kind of came in to 2020 with heartache and then this group and this podcast has really like totally shaped you know like her like she just said that this was like the silver lining of 2020 yeah i want to read a little bit of it yeah yeah read it put it in her own words yeah she put it so beautifully um she said when this year started i started with heartbreak uh it started with heartbreak for me that's when i started looking up dating on podcast apps and found the dateable podcast this group has not only been a silver lining for me it turned out to be one of the biggest highlights of my year and then she went on to say you know um who would have thought strangers online would become some of my closest confidants and hear so much of my inner world fears insecurities and heartbreak and all thank you all for holding this space and making it safe and welcoming and thank you for the oh. diversity your perspectives your will willingness to teach and learn your presence and your vulnerability. Thank you, Julie and UA for starting the podcast, starting this space and letting me indulge in hosting weekly podcast discussions. I leave every podcast discussion and happy hour feeling nourished, cared for and connected. Oh, goosebumps. It's just so beautifully written and she's she's so introspective and so humble that was like the first word that came to mind when i first met mm-hmm. swanee on one of our virtual events it's like she is so humble yeah, yeah thank you so much for being part of our community <sighs> and we are so lucky to have you and we're so glad that you found us like talk about serendipity you're I going know. through heartbreak <laughs> and then finding us it just shows you that in times of adversity there's always a silver lining and another door mm-hmm. opens and we got so many people writing in about just like how yeah. connected they felt in this time where you really like you know it's a time that a lot of us felt very unconnected especially if you move to a new city especially if you were like stranded living on your own or whatever your circumstances even let's say you had a whole house full of people you still might have felt that need for connection. And I think like just seeing all the messages pour in, like I think these are just some of the top ones that we wanted to read, but this really made our New Year's. Like it made, I think people ask, like we've been doing this for five years, which I don't know about you, UA, but this is probably the longest thing I've done outside of like a corporate... Yeah. And like, what, what keeps us going is this, like, I think that is really what keeps us going. Like also we're learning too, but I think just hearing that it's impacting people and that we're making a difference for people, like that's what keeps us going every day. And if you're wondering what this episode is about, I guess we never really (laughs) set up this episode. We are officially in our off season. We will be starting season 12 very soon, but off season for us still means content. We're still churning out episodes, but each episode will be focused on a different theme. So the theme of this episode is all about setting intentions for the new year. We're all about setting intentions instead of resolutions. I think resolutions are such bullshit and you should throw those out the 2020 door, but setting intentions will help you create the mindset and set the tone for the new year. So we wanted to dive into some of the intentions that our our Facebook members have posted and some of our own intentions. Mm -hmm. In 2020, we all had our 2020 vision. Do you remember how over you? Use this. 
Yeah. Who bought the calendar? Who bought the journal? We all did it. Okay. Like everyone no was like, this is my year. 2020 is my year. And everyone's like, I have this really unique concept, 2020 vision. And it was like everywhere. I know. And little <laughs> but, did they know COVID was hovering around the corner being like, 2020 is my year. <laughs> but that's exactly the point I was trying to make was that it's like, you can't always control life. And I think what I like about intentions is it is something you can control because you can always control your mindset. You can always control like what is that like, you know, North Star that I want to like put out into the universe. And I think that's what it's better than resolutions or I need to accomplish X, Y, and Z. Like sometimes like, I don't know about you, but I feel like I always undersell how long things are going to take. I'm always like, oh, this will take like a month or this will take like a year. And then it's like, nope, takes a lot longer. So I think having the intention is just putting you on that path instead of making these unrealistic things that are just going to set us up for disappointment. And I think after 2020, everyone is very cautious of 2021. No one's like, I'm going to conquer and slay this year. No, you heard none of those like new year, new you, which I hate. No, I hate that. that. Everyone's like new year, same shit. But (laughs) <laughs> At least we can set the po- set the pace and set the tone for how we want the new year to go. So we put up this poll that was, mm-hmm. you know, in place of our would you rather, which is like, if you were to choose one word to set the tone for the rest of the year, which of these words would you rather pick? And the top three words that surfaced were growth, courage, and compassion. Mm. And those are three really wonderful words because they're very different. Growth is all about I think about like personal growth and how can Mm -hmm. you push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Courage, I think, is about acting upon that growth. Once you've gotten past the comfort zone, then how do you surpass that and then keep, you know, keep pushing yourself forward? And compassion is don't forget about people while you're on your journey. You can't, you know, sort of like discount people's feelings and their experiences. It's all about being on your journey, but also making sure that there's no roadkill along the way and showing compassion for other people. So really nice three words that our community chose. So should we take a quick break to talk about our sponsor? Yeah, let's do it. This episode is sponsored by a book called Fairy Godmothers, Inc. by Sarana DeWild. Filled with quirky charm, sexy romance, witty banter, and refreshing unique characters, the first installment of the series is the perfect rom-com with a touch of magic. So get this, Ever After is a town that runs on magic, and that magic is fueled by love. So when the three fairy godmothers in charge of Ever After's magic supply realize the town's power has started to wane, they conspire to transform Ever After into a premier wedding destination in hopes of attracting a major infusion. (laughs) of love to the town. Now, Fairy Godmothers, Inc., this particular series features a second chance love story between an unlucky young woman named Lucky Fujiki (laughs) and her college boyfriend, who now runs a chocolate empire. So you can read all about this book at kensingtonbooks.com or wherever books are sold. Awesome. So there was this uh, post that I saw that UA's friend put up. Lucy will give her a shout out. And it was like, here's, it was like a word search. Like one of those ones that you would like see in, you know, like those teen mags growing up. And it was like, what are the first four words that you see? And that's going to be like your intention of the new year. Yeah. And I I love the shit and I always fall for it. Do you love the shit? (laughs) 
I stared at it for like 30 minutes. I only saw one word. I know. I asked you if that's where your inspiration came from. And you're like, fuck this shit. Like, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> but the words I got that I thought were actually really great. I actually did it twice because I was so intrigued by it. But I did. I got, I was like, I need to have this good intention. But I got connection, creation, breakthrough, and strength. Mm. And then the next four words I got were man, gratitude, money, and health. Man. Like, <laughs> man. I love it. It's not men. It's man. There's yep. a man. Singular. 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 <laughs> That's a lot of words you saw. I need to stare at that thing a little bit longer. Because all I saw was alignment, which is actually a pretty good word. Yeah. I, I think that's a like a fantastic intention for myself to set this year. Because, you know, sometimes you feel like your your life has multiple lives that, that mm -hmm. are not moving in parallel paths. Mm. I just feel like this is a year where all of my different paths will align together oh. for one purpose. So maybe that's the reason why I only saw one word the entire time. Just maybe. trying to align. Mm -hmm. Actually, that's super interesting for you. And that's a really good intention. I think out of the ones that I have, I think I'm going to go with, I mean, I think connection actually almost was like a 2020 word for me, Yeah. like, especially like with our community and all of that. Like, I think connection can be a romantic connection, but it doesn't have to be. It can be in many shapes and forms. And I felt, I don't know, I think 2020 is a weird year, but I feel like I felt more connected to friends and family and our community and all different people in this year, even though so much was virtual, which is ironic. But I think the the word intention I'm going to focus on this year is probably creation. Mm. And I think that's such a powerful word. It actually kind of reminds me of one of our past episodes, like uh, relationship. Are you sure you want one? <laughs> People love that one. I know. And I love it too, because it was all about like, okay, what do you really want? And then how do you create it? And like, how do you create a relationship, not just maintain it and create one that works for you, whether that's, you know, going at it solo or having a partner, but it doesn't need to fit like a set, like, you know, like those set rules of society that we've always been told. And I think for me, like creation is such an important word. It plays to, you know, professional life and what we do mm. here, but also like I see it showing up in personal life. What I like about that word for you as well is that it shows that you are in control. Yes. You're the one creating the life that you want instead of waiting for things to happen to you. Like I, I think when people say, I want better luck this year, better mm -hmm. fortune this year, those are things that are out of your control. Totally. That's not an intention. That's just a, a wish. But creation is beautiful because then this is something you can take control of. Yep. I really like alignment too. I think that's a great one because a lot of times we see like different aspects of our lives and we're like, how do these all come together? And I think it, it could be that, but it also could be just like aligning on like, what are my core goals? Like what mm -hmm. are the things that really truly matter to me? I'm also going to play off one of our last episodes of the year, which is, can you have it all with Mei Lee? Ugh, and I know you always number one girl crush. She really is. It's basically, she knows it too. It's basically UA in 25 years. <laughs> I hope. I mean, if, if May Lee is who UA Shu is in 25 years, I, I'm on a very good path. Yeah. You look alike. Your mannerisms are similar. Like, I love you know, it. UA literally showed me, uh, what was it, the face app where you like can morph yeah. yourself into someone older. And I was like, oh my God, it's May, but it was UA. <laughs> and then she did mine and her boyfriends, which were pretty funny. I know. Yeah. We spent many hours looking at ourselves as older people or as a different gender. You were a really yep. hot boy. I was a really I hot was. boy. I know. We both were really hot men. <laughs> <laughs> what a tangent. 
<laughs> this episode is not sponsored by the phase app nope nope but anyways back to alignment i think the point was like you can't have it all or if you can it's at different points of your life it's not all at the same time there's always going to be trade-offs in life and i think the what i love about the word alignment is it lets you focus on what is it that is really important to me in life Mm. and i think it's interesting because it's like it like there's so many like preconceived notions. Like if you draw, like if you have kids, you can't have a career anymore. Or if you have kids, you don't no longer mm-hmm. talk to your friends. But that isn't the case. It's like yeah, there might be something that has to go, but whatever is core to you doesn't necessarily have to go away. Yeah, the word alignment is really fantastic because it's not about having things fall into place. Is have giving you the um, vision to see it all fall into place. You know, it's like you seeing things aligning and and making sense together. It's not like you have to force things to happen. So I really, I really like that word as well. And I, you pulled up some of the intentions from our members. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> some of the intentions that they've set for themselves for the new year. Tony said, my intention is to be kinder to myself. I love that. Yeah. I mean, this is like, we did a couple polls for anyone that's not in the Facebook group. One was the word and then one was more of just a generic, you know, like what is your intention? I think there was another one too, that I really loved that was from Shannon. Shannon. Yes. She says, my intention is to live authentically and put energy towards my reciprocal relationships and let the others go. Wow. Yeah. And then just the last one we'll read. There were so many. Um, Ricky just was to love in general. And I think that actually is wonderful because, again, love doesn't need to be a romantic love. Like, I know he Mm -hmm. personally just got a new puppy. Like, it could be so many different things. Like, just put this was actually kind of playing off what Swanee wrote, too, was like, I mean, we kind of gave the abbreviated version of this long post. But there was a part of like, there was so much love in my life in this group, like in this community that wasn't even necessarily romantic love and the more like love you have it just softens your edges overall and kind of like sets you up for that partner or also just sets you up to be happy in life one of the two both are going to be great for you and how is this related to your love life well we had a question of the day that was what is one (laughs) thing you plan on changing in your love life for 2021 we pulled up some really great answers as well there were a ton so you definitely get on our facebook group to read through that (laughs) But Alexa said, express my romantic relationship needs and not be a classic self-sacrificer. I think that's a huge one for a lot of people. Mm, Tara, building up my confidence in loving myself in order to attract the right partner for me and to be more upfront about what I want and need from relationships when dating. Yes. Oh, I think that one is so important. We're always so focused on like, will they like me? Will you know I be chosen? But at the end of the day, this is about your needs. And I think that honestly, for me, that is something that is an intention of this year is to be, I don't want to say like more selfish, but at least like more self-aware of like what I need a little more. Mm. And, you know, like obviously help meet people for where they are, what they need too, but you can't just like totally sacrifice yourself all the time either. Let's hold that thought for a sec. We'll get right back to it. 
This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use a code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's viahemp.com and use a code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. <laughs> Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. But she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And the core of this is about building up your confidence and your self-esteem, which is related to our um, newest sounding board audio series, mm -hmm. which is all about loving yourself and building up that quiet confidence. But at the core of that is all about self-esteem. I'm reading this book about self-esteem, and um, the author believes that the 
your self-esteem is the immune system for your mind. Mm -hmm. So if your self-esteem is compromised, then your mind is compromised. And I thought that was a really way, great way to look at why self-esteem is so important for your holistic health. So I really like that from Tara that's, you know, she's focusing on building up confidence and loving herself. I mean, I'm looking at so many of these, Ryan, valuing myself and giving myself more to people who value me as well. Yeah. Ooh. Love that one. I We talked about this on the Jared Freed episode too. Like is so much of it is we think like, oh, if I really like them, they must want to do the exact same with me. And if I want to spend every waking moment with them, they want to do the same with me. And that doesn't always happen. And if people mm -hmm. aren't showing you that, why overinvest in people that aren't? So I love this, like I'm going to invest in people that invest in me. And it's related to Emily's too. She said, I'm going to stop thinking about and hoping that the guy likes me. And instead, I'm going to focus on deciding whether or not I even like him. That's so big because so much about dating is trying to win the other person's approval and affection when you haven't even decided if you like this person or not. Right. I think Cynthia also falls under that to be more confident about mm. myself, prioritize my needs and stop trying to be the chill girl. Uh, <laughs> cool girl syndrome. We've all been there. So guilty. <laughs> but I, yeah, it's like these, I, I feel like sometimes we feel bad because we feel like they're selfish to want these things, but it's not. It's like, if you can feel good about things, then you you can also be more of a loving and giving partner to someone else. And that's related to what Kendra said. She <laughs> said um, she hopes to be a better communicator. She understand, she understand that I have lots of healthy relationships outside of romance. That's key mm. right there. So if something about a person's triggering unhealthy actions in me, it's a red flag. I think sometimes we forget that. Like we recognize healthy relationships that are platonic, that are, you know, that are people we're not dating. Yet when we get into these romantic relationships, relationships, we, we forget what that healthy relationships could look like. So I love that she's modeling healthy mm -hmm. relationships, you know, uh, you know, after like relationships that are not necessarily romantic. Yeah, I think there's so many times we put this pressure on ourselves. We talked about this in the episode with Nikki Novo. It's like, we don't put this pressure on ourselves for any other relationship no. in life. They just flow naturally. And no, yeah. if you had a friend that just never responded to your text, why would you keep texting them? You wouldn't. Like you, you invest back in people that are investing in you. And I think like also, I love it too, because it, it also proves that there's nothing wrong with you because you're single. Like if you have other right. health the relationships, it doesn't mean that you're incapable of a relationship. It just means that for whatever reason, you're either one falling into the trap of being someone that you're not in your healthy relationships, or you just haven't met that person or whatever the reason could be. A great temperature check is always, would a friend do this to me? Would a friend yes. say this to me? And would I say this to a friend? And Jason kind of says this in his um, his post too. He says he wants to be more vulnerable and admit to people that I might be nervous or new to a situation and not be afraid of this type of proclamation, which <laughs> is so... Um, it's just like it shows you that sometimes we're so afraid to show ourselves to people we're dating, yet we do it with the people we love in our mm -hmm. lives that we're not dating. So why not show that vulnerable side of you and be able to be honest with yourself and with them how you're feeling in the moment? 
Yep. And then to kind of wrap this up, this is the perfect one to do it. And it's from Julie, not me, but I do agree with this. <laughs> Chill on expectations and just enjoy meeting oh new gosh. people. I mean, honestly, I think we get so ahead of ourselves so many times. I, I'm guilty of this too, for sure. But it's like, just if you go into every new thing, it's just like, I'm getting to know someone new. Yes. I'm meeting them. It's kind of like back to like the friends thing. When you go in, you're not like, is this going to be my best friend? <laughs> like, you know? I know. Is she going to call me back? Is yeah. she going to ask me out for another date? like right. as a friend <laughs> it's like that weird nervous energy people pick up on that just like chill enjoy life and you know let things play out the way they're supposed to be easier said than done but. it's easier said than done <laughs> but like have fun with it how privileged are we to be in a world where we can choose our romantic partner we mm -hmm. have that option we have that control and ability some of the people in the past have not been able to have that sort of option so we are very privileged we are very lucky so we should make the best out of it and just have fun with it all it's totally a great process to be part of. I think people will enjoy dating apps. Like we see people just blaming dating apps, yeah. like being so negative. And it's if you really treat it as just another way to be introduced to people. And yes. if things don't click or like, like, I don't know, I feel like I shared a couple of weeks ago that I had someone like end it because like, I didn't like horror movies and <laughs> sci-fi. And right. at the moment I was just like, what the fuck? But then also I'm like, do I want to spend my life watching? Like if this is so no. important to this person. And I'm also like, now talking to people that I have so much more in common with. So it's just, this always happens. Like I know personally, it's always happens. It's like in the moment you think it's the freaking end all and be all of the world when something doesn't work out. And then you meet someone that is just such a better fit. Maybe it's not like immediate, but eventually it will happen. So I think if we just take it for what it is and not be so hurt every time something doesn't work out and just look at it as like par the course. I think, I mean, your happiness in general, like if it can just roll off a little, like, I don't know, you could just move on and do something else with your day. You know, there's, there's a really interesting technique where you separate the action from your judgment of it. So if someone doesn't call you back, that's just an action in itself. And then you separate that from how you would take that as, oh, I, they don't like me, I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable. And then you separate the two. So every time an action happens, you take it at face value, like you were saying, and then you decide how you want to react to it. Mm -hmm. And I, I think this is a great technique for all of us to practice. It's very hard. I've been trying to do it, but it just makes so much sense because a lot of times what people's actions, what they're doing is independent of you. It's something that th is happening in their life. Totally. So we can't take it as like, oh my gosh, this is something affecting me. I'm, I need to take it personally. Um, I also want to read some of some other posts from our sounding board members because they've just been so inspirational, like Dawn, who is, she is in a committed relationship. She is engaged to get married. She has kids. And she says, while not actively dating, groups for married people also don't make sense for me. I'm so happy to find a community with people in different relationship stages and so much support. I'm so happy to say I'm ending 2020 with great new oh. friends. Ah, oh, that this is this is what we're talking about. Dating is not just about single people either. It's no. everyone's dating at every phase in their life, whether they're married or not. And even if you're in a relationship, you're still dating your partner. So this is so important for us to hear. Yeah. And also finding other people like it's too much to put everything on your partner. Like, yes, they can be there for you. They can be your best friend or whatever, but it doesn't need to be like your whole center of your world because that's when the resentment 
happens too when people don't have enough of their own life going on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, should we do this one from Leora too? It's yeah, so beautiful. <laughs> let's do our last one. And then we'll... <laughs> um, so grateful to Julie and UA and this group. How we love and relate is so personal and also so meta. This group at this uh, historical time of historical reckoning and self-reflection is absolutely where I'm meant to be. The podcast and community here have played an integral role in that. Oh, we love it. We love that you are exactly <sighs> where you need to be and we want you to be here. Yeah, like what I'm taking away from all of this, it's like, you know, a 2021 intention. First of all, just chill the fuck out. Chill I think that's the fuck out. one of them. And it's like, appreciate what you have, what love is there already. I think so much, and I'm guilty of this, is like you're fixated on finding a romantic partner, but you don't recognize all the love that shows up in your day to day. And I think if you can recognize that, it's easier to chill the fuck out because it's not like you have no love if someone doesn't text you back or goes away. You know, it's like yeah. there's they're just not it right now. Like, you know, it's like that's that's all it is. It's no reflection of yourself unless you make it a reflection of yourself. And know that in the new year, because every time we start a new year, people feel like things are going to happen. And I yeah. think that's a wrong way of approaching a new year, because, again, that's out of your control. You have no idea what's going to happen. What you can control is in the new year, new things are going to happen inside my head. I'm <laughs> going to take better control of my emotions. I'm going to um, feel more compassion and empathy for people that I can do as soon as the clock turns midnight and I start 2021. So think about that as we enter the new year. We will continue to remind you all of that because we need the reminder ourselves as well. But setting that intention for the new year is extremely important. And we want to hear what your intentions are. Share with us either through Facebook or Instagram, or you can email us hello at datablepodcast.com. We want to hear your intentions so we can keep each other accountable. Mm -hmm. So again, um, just to clarify, the general love in the time of Corona is open to all. It is a free group. And then if you want to take it up a notch, the sounding board is where it is. And for that, you just go to the datablepodcast.com slash sounding board. We have three tiers. So you can kind of select what fits your needs. And that is, you know, the place where the true magic happens, where these mm -hmm. true deeper bonds are being connected. I talked to one of our members, Jason, who's been a host since the very first day. And he was like, you know, at the beginning, I was a little like, not skeptical, but like a little concerned that I wouldn't get as many viewpoints because it's a smaller mm. group of people. But then he's like, it has been the total opposite. It is something that I go to every Thursday when before I was not because the conversations have gotten so deep. They're not just surface level anymore. These people are like my true friends and confidants and they get where I'm at. And I think like that to me, I was like, this is exactly what we wanted to do with the sounding board. It's like having a smaller yet super engaged group of people that are your go-to people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you, Jason, for being, being part of our group and for being along for the ride for the last few years now. Yeah, Jason was on the exit interview. <laughs> One of our most popular episodes. So we really appreciate you, Jason. I know we mentioned you a lot. I hope you don't mind, but we do. No, really he loves it. He loves it. You. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love it? <laughs> All right. That's it for this episode. Brand new episode of 2021. We'll be back next week for another bonus episode and as always we wrap it up by saying stay dateable the dateable podcast is part of the frolic podcast network find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts
Want to continue the conversation? First, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with the handle at Datable Podcast. Tag us in any post with the hashtag Stay Dateable, and trust us, we look at all of those posts. Then head over to our website, datablepodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes as well as articles, videos, and our coaching service with vetted industry experts. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We're also downloadable for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, Stitcher Radio, and other podcast platforms. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review. And most importantly, remember to stay dateable. Thank you.